0: another brewery and for those of you who uh haven't been here before you obviously won't recognize it ken and i have been here before and of course we are at dng brewing in saint charles so we've come up the fox river from oswego we're now at dng and with us i'm very happy to say even though you may not recognize him because he doesn't have his massive hair and his do-rag on is a good chum mr Alex Dreher. (laughs) Hi, Phil. Hi, Alex. How the hell are you doing? Hi, Ken.
1: Hi, Phil. How are you guys doing? (laughs) How are you?
0: Now, what we're doing is we're trying to socially distance ourselves for this particular um, segment of the Barley Wine Show. We're doing okay, though, because you've got now 50% capacity, right? Uh, I do. I
1: have 50% capacity now.
0: All right. That's a good thing. All right. So today, um, our beer, which I'm going to reach over here for, is one that... um, I wanted to do with Alex because he has got this thing going on with the Forge Brew House in DeKalb. This beer is part of their long haul barrel aid series. And Alex, you did a collaboration with them, right?
1: We did. We, uh, we did a uh, uh, an Imperial Saison. An Imperial
0: Saison, and I think that was also with Dry City, right? Exactly. Oliver so, over Dry what City. What was that called?
1: Oh jeez, man! Yeah, you stuck me in a spot there. <laughs> it was
0: Dumb Dumber and Dumbest, right? It's pretty much, like It was so, yeah.
1: somewhere along that.
0: Okay, we got you. So this one, um, I'm going to give it over to Ken to open because he's the guy with the opener. Um, this bottle was actually uh, uh, this beer was put into the bottle on the 8th of November, 2019. So we've got 15 month old barley wine here. The Forge Brew House is not particularly well known for their Barrel Aid series, but they do have quite a nice program. Would you do the honors? Sure. Stop looking at it and
2: open Well, pipe. you've graciously removed the wax already. I know. No, yes. That. So
0: this had a spooge on it. Oh hello, he's he's messing everything up. I can't. Um This had the wax on the top of it, and uh, I thought, you know what, we're going to have a problem getting that wax off, and so I went ahead and took it off very kindly. So now Ken is going to do the honors. Alex,
1: it's pretty Barley Wines, what do you know about them? Very little. I know they're high in alcohol, made with barley, mm-hmm.
2: uh,
1: a little caramely, super malty, uh, and from what I understand of the ones I've had, uh, you get nice uh, fruit notes to them. Absolutely. Fruit notes. All right,
0: we seem to have found that, right Ken? As we've, yes. uh, as we've gone through our journeys of, on this bar, annual barley wine show. Thank you very much indeed. It's this very is such a beer. delightful looking beer. Now, normally you'd have a barley wine in a snifter, um, but hey, what the heck, right? How about we all do a cheers? Right
2: on. Can we all get in? There we go.
0: Cheers, cheers guys. All right, we'll do that at the end as well. Aroma coming off this one already. I, I was like, as it waft, wafted mm. past my nose, I have not, I don't know much about this beer, in fact, I don't know if it was done in a whiskey barrel or bourbon barrel or what barrel it was done in. It smells delicious. Okay, what's the
1: aroma like? Alex, what's your first impression? Really strong caramel note to it. I would agree. Yeah.
2: Caramel, toffee. Caramel,
1: toffee, yeah,
2: exactly. Okay. It's, and it, this was in a barrel?
0: Mm-hmm. And I have to say that I previously took the barley wines out of the fridges and put them into my little carrier so that when I get to my destination, they're at the right temperature. I think this is at the perfect temperature. It's just as I would say about 50.
2: Nice. And then we're getting a lot of flavor out of it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. The, the barrel character is it's similar to the one that we tasted at Aswego. The Aswego uh, barley wine
1: that's really delightful sweet it's just
2: nice the barrel is married into the taste of the barley wine it's not overwhelming it and it's definitely there and you get a little heat from alcohol in this and
0: i'm thinking this must be a bourbon barrel but it is not over the top
2: Mm, that's delicious delicious. it's not oxidized at all either i was thinking that being that old it might have some oxidation but i don't get any it's delicious really good beer
0: yeah now We talked about oxidation at our last tasting. Oxidation is when air gets in, right? Right. So if it's covered up with wax and has a good seal, then it shouldn't have any air getting in, right?
2: It's the problem. The problem is the air that got in before you put the wax on. Oh, right. That's it's with every beer. It's exclusion of oxygen is it's a a, one one of the the big things. I was i was thinking it might gush because there was foam at the top in the bottle oh, really? before i opened it but oh, i think wow. it was from being handled by phil <laughs> <laughs> hey i'm rough with my beers <laughs> <laughs> this is great
0: alex um you haven't made a barley wine no i have but you are about or well, you have made Just had to have a quick moment there we hope we've caught it all but Alex's camera stopped running so hopefully we've got
1: everything Alex you were telling us about your cousin of the barley wine the wheat wine oh yeah we made a wheat wine not sure how it's going to turn out it is fermenting very slowly but it's consistently fermenting but we're doing it at a low temp we're fermenting it at uh, 64 degrees so it's just slowly chugging along as it goes. We're trying to keep the esters of the Belgian yeast as down as we can. We're about seventy percent seventy percent wheat on the bill with that one. And uh it should come in let's say it was one point one three, so it should come in probably around thirteen, fourteen percent alcohol. Wow. So do you what think- yeast?
2: Sorry,
1: go on. I was just, you said Cezanne yeast. Yeah, we used a, uh, I think we used the Belgium one and we combined with that, Want to say the Abbey Ale yeast.
0: I don't know how much of that last thing you got from Alex because he, is having some problems with uh, the camera. Well, he's not having the problems. It's my camera having some problems. I don't know how much you got. So he's going to come in. Ken's going to move out. Give us a quick overall on that wheat. Hi, box. Ken. Yeah. What were you, you doing? i were you
2: back
0: here. doing? Yeah, stand back over there. Do you want your beer?
2: <laughs>
0: I love these things. They're so off the cuff and every day. All right. So, Alex, what you were saying about the uh, fermentation of it,
1: Oh, the fermentation of our wheat wine. Yeah. Well, we went with, uh, oh, I got to look at the camera. Look at the folks over there. Don't look at me. All right. right. uh, (laughs) We went with a low temperature for fermentation of a yeast that can handle much higher temperatures because we're trying to uh, keep certain esters like the banana notes that you would normally get in a Cezanne or a Belgian from presenting themselves in the beer and and likewise the lower temperatures we're hoping to pull out some of the dark fruit notes and that'll be great so come back in when well that beer's being released as a part of the small batch bottle of the month club oh okay and if you're not a member of that
0: i'm sorry you've got to join up next year yep ken what shall we make wheat wines part of next year's barley wine show they're becoming more popular
2: uh, why not? What?
0: Yes.
1: Okay. So, you. so the only brewery, like I mean, I know some breweries <laughs> that have made them, but like Wiley Roots in Colorado, in Greeley, Colorado, they um, they've actually made five different wheat wines, like in the last year and a half. And he apparently makes very good wheat wines there. And of course, Alex is a real Coloradan uh, originally, and. Uh, if
0: if by the time that you watch this, which is in about three weeks' time from when we're recording it, I don't know if he's still going to have his uh, spruce tip IPA on, but if not, come along. He got the got him from uh, Colorado, the spruce tips. All That's right. It. Well, how about uh, us giving a, a razor glass to JD over at the Forge in Dechall. Nice job, JD. Yes, and uh, he's done some really good beers. Excellent. We'll do a clang. Thank you. everybody we're at a brewery hey who would know this is another one of our barley wine shows here in amongst all these wonderful fermenters and mr. Ken McMullen my co-host is here yo and we're back with Eric Pizer hey hey so guess where we are milk money brewing thank you very much so today we're gonna do something a little bit different because we're gonna have a mystery barley wine I have it here recently obtained and it is in a anonymous can. So I'm going to crack this open and then I'm going to get these guys to comment on it and then we'll find out who it is. I hope they like it because if not the brewery's going to kill me. Here we go. Right. I crack Oh hang on I got to do the sound effect for that. Oh, doesn't that sound good? I love the sound of that. One of my favorite sounds. Oh, look at that. We've even got fantastic 13-ounce glasses, which is going to be great. Now, Eric. Yes, sir. You said that pouring from a crowler sucks. It does. And that's because it dribbles over the edge. I've managed to pour that quite well. There we go. You pass it, Ram. And I should say, actually, we are still here in the latter end of March. All of us have had jab one, and all of us have been very, very careful, and we're standing quite far apart. This is a brewery so there's lots of air conditioning going on we're observing some uh, some rules here oh thank you very much we've got it empty right so now this is how would you describe this color i'm going to come forward you describe the color
3: um it's a nice like ruby amber almost red yeah beautiful like copper brilliant super clear nice tan like just off white head yeah Nice looking beer.
0: And you're getting a nice little swirl on it, so yeah. you should get some aroma. You you stuck your schnoz in there yet? Yes, I did. What do you think, Ken?
2: I could, you know, the typical toffee, caramel, mm-hmm. barley wine, malt notes. Let's Let's
0: drink it, shall we, and see what we think.
2: Okay. Wow. That's, uh... It's, it's pretty viscous, um, it's boozy. I got heat from alcohol, and it's pretty hoppy too. It's got a now, really uh, assertive hoppy. I
0: don't know about you, but initially, I got a little bit of a slight butter flavor, very slight indeed, and I'm thinking to myself, uh-oh, did I screw up the can or something? But as you get into it, you get those toffee flavors?
3: I don't get that, yeah, I get the toffee. Um, it's boozy, but I don't get it where it's hot. It's just there's, there's alcohol in it. Guesses? For sure.
0: It's, uh, Guesses on the ABV?
3: Oh, this is, uh, this is not small.
2: I would say probably a lot Yeah, this is well over 10, for sure. Well
0: done. 11.4%. So uh, I'm going to put this down whilst I unveil what this brew is. And it's from a brewery that I have liked for a long time. And uh, let's see if I can get this off. You, you like you this? Give
3: me, yeah, this is. You like beer. this?
0: And I, and I like to think that this is named after me, but I got a feeling it's not. This is called ye Old curmudgeon Oh, you can't see that. There we go. <laughs> How's that? There we go. The Old curmudgeon 11.4%. And this comes from our friends at the Black and Grey Brewery, up in East Dundee. And that's uh, Long Hair Chris. I'm sorry, I forgot his last name. Who is the brewer up there doing absolutely fantastic things on a very small uh, brewing set?
3: Yeah, I don't think I've had much from them. They're uh, they're not close to anywhere that I go. East Dundee, that might as well be here. There be dragons at the end of the map.
0: No, Hair Chris and his wife are the owners, uh, and they do a fantastic job. Looks like they're going to be expanding into the area next door. Nice. So. What are you? What are your experience of barley wines? I'm assuming you haven't had a chance. To I haven't do had a chance guys. to brew one no. yet.
3: Um, I, I definitely have one planned. I've done them before. Um, this is good. Yeah, I love the color. Trouble. Yeah, yeah.
0: I love the color of this. A beautiful, beautiful it, it's beautiful color. It's a fantastic color.
3: Brilliantly clear. I love everything about it. Yeah, it looks sorry. really nice in this glass too.
2: Yeah, it looks really
0: cool. And good choice of
2: glasses Eric. <laughs> I'm thinking it's really a, a traditional example, except it's it's got a really assertive hop character to it.
3: But not, yeah. It's not a it's not a real sharp bitterness or anything, but uh, the yeah, it definitely is plenty of hops in there.
0: Yeah, it's not. Yeah, a bite is right because I don't think it's it's a smooth one, but it's I don't say that in a degrading way. That's just the way it is. So, um, yeah, yo, curmudgeon coming in uh, on tap I think as well already um, so you're going to brew one I'm going to brew one are I give gonna, this one you, a thumbs do, up oh, oh excellent okay bit, great yeah. <laughs> how about um, putting one into a barrel
3: absolutely uh, I think that would go great in a barrel um, cool. I've typically done that before uh, you know any big beer like that really does well pulling out bourbon especially out of a bourbon barrel um, I, mean, I haven't really played around with anything other than bourbon barrels but hmm? you know I think we can get away with like a port barrel or some sort of wine oh, barrel it could, could oh, be really well too. Oh,
0: please, get a port barrel. My favorite. Right?
3: <laughs> you look around, space is kind of a little tight, so we'll see what I can do uh, when I can. But, uh, yeah. but the only thing I know about my barley wine is that I'm going to pay a little homage. Last time we talked about LaGrange being a dry town. Yep. City Hall or Village Hall is, is two doors down here, and in there, there's a, the original ad for Come Live in LaGrange. Uh, lists the advantages. And like you know, With a number and a, a dash and uh, what it is, number 10. Yep. So the 10th advantage is there are no bars and taverns uh, or alcohol allowed here. I've, I know so what you're going to call it. The 10th advantage.
0: No bar lee wine? Oh, I, I'm oh.
3: not that bad on the dad jokes. Okay. I appreciate it, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go that deep <laughs> into it.
0: <laughs> so you're going to take the 10th one. The 10th
3: advantage, yeah. And?
0: and? Oh, that's what you're
3: going to call well, I'm it. Gonna call the top oh, the tenth. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to make it as big as I can.
0: And uh, by the way, if you don't know anything about milk money, go back to pubcast number three five nine because we came and interviewed Eric in his party room when it was a little. We had to be a little bit further apart, and uh, he told us all about the brewery. And since then, my wife loves the chips, and the smoked fish dip. I hope you're still doing it.
3: I'm not sure. We've been rolling okay. through different things on the menu, trying out uh, more and more stuff and adding and subtracting. So. All right. Keep coming back. We'll, we'll have something new for you.
0: We will. Cool. Well,
3: thank you very much, Eric, Thanks for being coming. on
0: our fourth annual Barley Wine Show. Um, this one appears to be a good one, so head up to East Dundee and Black and Gray. Let's, we can actually do a cheers. So. I'm
3: into it. Cheers. Can
0: we cheers. get a plan? Can we... Oh, I like that. That was nice. I like like a good ring. I like the beer. Okay, well let's have another one then. (laughs)
3: Thanks guys. Cheers.